0: Southern Miss to the top. top. You're
1: tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
0: Happy Tuesday, Golden Eagle fans. Listening across the state of Mississippi, wherever you are, it's time for the Eagle Hour. Next hour of talking Southern Miss athletics. Luke Johnson in the First Bank studio in downtown Laurel. Will Tony producing for us in the First Bank studios in Hattiesburg. And what do you know? Bob Getty. Back behind a microphone, how you doing this Tuesday afternoon, Bob?
2: Well, I'm good, Luke. It's uh, great to be back in the studio, and uh, good to be back with you, my friend. I appreciate it, and I'm happy to be back.
0: Glad, uh, glad you're back with us uh, today. First segment brought to you every day by Dickey's Barbecue. Two days till Thanksgiving. Uh, got great football this weekend. Eagles uh, playing at home in their last game of the season. Get Dickey's to cater your next event, or just go see them outside Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg. Going we'll to be talking to Lee Roberts a little later in the show about the football game from Saturday or from Friday. Looking forward to uh, this Saturday against FIU. Um, Melissa Socher going to be joining us, updating us on the Corky Palmer raffle. But let's get right to it. Joining us now, women's basketball coach Joy Lee McNellis. And, and Coach, we had not had you on since not the Big five zero, the Big five oh 500 wins, you got it against uh, William Carey. Such a great uh, accomplishment, and congratulations on that.
3: Thank you very much. Yeah, the Big five zero was a long time ago for me. <laughs> 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 Woo, I wish I was still 50. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, thank you guys. And as you know, Luke, and you only got to know the only way coaches get those is that they have great players. They have players that are willing to pay a price and sacrifice. Uh, you've got parents that have entrusted me with their children, great staff members, fans families, media, my husband, my children, my parents. It's not just one person that can do that. It, it takes a village for sure. And I'm very thankful that um, I had those people in my life and still have some special people in my
0: life. Good stuff. Well, Lady Eagles out to a hot start. Dominated an exhibition and now won three out of the first four games this past Saturday. Defeated Samford at home, 71-66. And, you know, uh, Coach, uh, you look at this team, and let's just talk first and foremost about the Conference USA Player of the Week. Dominique Davis transfers in from LSU. She gives your Lady Eagles 29 points on Saturday.
3: No, Dom has been that player that has continued to make strides. She Played at LSU, started some at LSU. Then they had the change of coaches. And we're very fortunate to be able to get her. Very, very fortunate. And um, she definitely is a game changer for us. Um, now, I think we've had to help her change her game, should I say. <laughs> um, I've joked, I've often said, breaking her has been like breaking a wild horse. Um <laughs> Because she had her way of doing things and it was not the Lady Eagle way and she has had to learn. Um, and she has turned the corner, praise the Lord. Um, because she is a very she's a competitor. And I think if I could describe her in one word, that would be it. it is, she wants to compete. Um, she is a perfectionist and this is one of her major struggles, is when she struggles You see it all over, and her entire team struggles. And so she's having to overcome that, you know, like at LSU her role was she started some games, but she was not the player that LSU depended on. So she was just a role player, and it was okay if she got frustrated with herself or with her teammates because she wasn't going to be in there every long periods of time. Here, that's what we expect from her. And she is slowly but surely understanding and meeting those expectations. She scored 19 of her 29 in the second half. Wow. Uh, and had an outstanding performance. Uh, shot the ball from three-point from three range, shot it deep. Um, I think Dom's best asset is understanding the game and getting the ball in the hands of the right people. Uh, she gets that. She's having to learn that defense is important at Southern Miss. And you got to guard somebody. Um, And she has made a lot of progress in that area. But we're excited to have her at Southern Miss. And, you know, it's been quite a while since we've had uh, Player of the Week here at Southern Miss.
0: Good stuff. You pair her with uh, Gray, and then of course Destiny Smith. But but down low, the Conference USA Freshman of the Year last year, uh, Grayson from Hattiesburg, getting to play just a few uh, about a mile from where she played high school. I mean, this is a this is a good starting five you put out, Coach.
3: Well, well, thank you. And Malia has been hampered with injuries. She's having some knee issues. She's had back issues. Uh, she's really kind of battled some injuries. Um, and I am very proud of Malia, and she has continued to work hard. She was in today for skill development. She was in yesterday for film. And so she wants to be great. It's just going to take us a little time, number one, to get her in game shape because we're being out with injuries. Um, and number two, just kind of get her back in the flow of things. But, you know, one thing that I'm excited about is you have Destiny Smith from Macomb, that plays a lot for us, that's our four-player, also plays on the perimeter some. You know, she's a force for us inside. Uh, then you've got for Kayla Gray right up the road there at West Jones, uh, another Mississippi girl that plays a big factor for us. Then also we've got Rose Warren from there at Puckett. She struggled in the last game, uh, but she's a difference maker for us. And then Lauren Gross was one that hit some big shots for us against Sanford, uh, it's a South Haven, you know. It, it, I'm just excited that we're able to have some Mississippi girls and particular, particularly, some local girls that our fans can come out and watch.
2: All right, coach. I know you got your Thanksgiving tournament coming up. It's the holiday season. Are, are, are you filled with the holiday spirit and taking it easy on these kids <laughs> in practice, coach?
3: <laughs> Woo! That's a joke. I am filled with holiday spirit. I do enjoy the food, <laughs> uh, but no, we're not taking it easy. <laughs>
2: That's for sure. Well, I'm not surprised if uh, that answer, Kay. So, talk, talk real quickly uh, in the time we have left we, about you know, your upcoming tournament.
3: tournament. Uh, we play Arkansas Pine Bluff, which has played Arkansas. They played Arkansas State. Um, they played Arkansas Little Rock. You know, they played some really good teams already. Um, and so we've gotta be ready to face them. They have a Kadeja Brown that was a player that's a transfer from a power five that's in their program, so they're very good. We play them at one o'clock on Friday. Um we're playing early due to what we're having to do on the foot for the football game on Saturday, and then we play at eleven on Saturday and we'll play Mississippi Valley State on Saturday. Um so one on Friday. Um, Black Friday, everybody's going to be shopping. So come on and wear your black and let's black out the Coliseum (laughs) after you get tired of shopping. Get you something to eat and come on to Reed Green and watch us play Arkansas Pine Bluff. And then we go at 11 a.m. on Saturday. So come catch a little pregame before you go root our Golden Eagles on to another football victory to close out the season.
2: There you go, Coach, and I know you're headed to practice now, getting ready to uh, take your guys down on the floor and practice. want you to know how much we appreciate you coming on. And now that basketball is back, we're going to be bugging you, Coach. We're going to be asking I'm you good. to come on the show on a regular basis.
3: That's right. I would love to. Anytime, guys. I appreciate you all. Very thankful for you all. And uh, wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh,
2: same to you, Coach. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Take care. All right. Uh, so it sounds like, Luke, basketball's off to a fiery start. And no, coach is not going to take it easy on the kids because the holidays are here.
0: Doesn't expect anything less from her. But one of the things she mentioned is: you know, there's 15 players on this team, six. Or from the state of Mississippi, of course, for Kayla Gray, Malia Grayson uh, from Laurel and Hattiesburg. They're, I, I should take that back. West Jones fans are, uh, are raising their eyebrows. She's actually from Hebron. And if you don't know where Hebron is, Bob, it's in between Laurel and Collins, right at the edge of the free state of Jones. That's where Malia's from. Mm. All right, that's from where Kayla's from, I'm sorry. But, yeah, you, you've got th- – this is a, a good balanced team between youth – and um, experience, and especially when you have, as they you know work Grayson back down low. She played 20 minutes on on Saturday. She is the reigning Conference USA Freshman of the Year, six foot three, great uh, inside player. And then now they've got somebody that Gray can can play off of with Dominique Davis, as we mentioned. She was from DeRitter, played at LSU her first two years, and transferred. And uh, she is the Conference USA Player of the Week, scored 29 points. And as coach said. 18 of those were in the second half in that 71-66 victory over Sanford on Saturday.
2: Well, sounds like a good start for Lady Eagle basketball. I'd just love to see them uh, go on a great run and have a great season because there's nobody better, Luke. I know you agree. Nobody better uh, than Joy Lee McNellis the head of the program.
0: You heard her there uh, kind of pulling and and blowing the horn for football. She's excited, and it's one of the things we have at Southern Miss. There is a fraternity within the coaches as they all root for each other. But the Lady Eagle Thanksgiving Classic, Friday and Saturday, Lady Eagles taking on Arkansas Pine Bluff at 1 p.m. and Reed Green Coliseum on Friday, and then Saturday at 11 a.m. taking on Mississippi Valley State. Eagle Hour continues. Melissa Socher going to join us and update us on the Corky Palmer raffle. Stick with us on the Eagle Hour. and miss to the top.
2: Hey, I want to thank basketball coach Joy Lee McNellis for joining Luke and I in the first segment. Bob Getty in the First Bank studio here in Hattiesburg. Glad to be back. Luke Johnson in the First Bank studio in Laurel. Melissa Socia joins us now. And before we bring her on, just a quick reminder about Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Great supporters of the Eagle Hour and a great place for you to buy your Southern Miss apparel. Uh, they'll have a great Christmas gift selection of Southern Miss apparel. Make sure you shop them on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. i tell you where else you'll find some great Christmas gift ideas or at Mississippi Made and more. And that is owned by our next guest, Melissa Socher. Great store, Melissa. And how are you today?
4: Thank you so much. I'm doing great, Bob. We're having lunch downtown at the Hattiesburger.
2: There we go. Well, look, Melissa, I want to I want to kind of recap. Uh, we haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks uh, about the Corky Palmer fundraiser, and sure. before we reveal how much money we've raised already, kind of go back to the start and, and tell us the genesis of this real quickly, and, and what it is that you put together.
4: Sure. So, um, we're raising money um, to help Corky Palmer with medical expenses. And um, as as most everybody knows, Corky suffered a, a stroke um, a couple years ago and um, left him with extreme um, facility and medical expenses. Um, he's doing better, um, you know, just very stable these days, and um, lots and lots of friends that go visit him, and the Southern Miss community has just really come together, and several have... Uh, put together fundraisers to help him. But what we've done is put together a raffle. Um, the portal is galabia.com, and you can go on Galabia and just type in Corky Palmer, and you'll see the prizes that were given away. The grand prize is a beautiful stained glass piece made by um, Barbara Gandy Taylor, um, none other than the daughter of Pete Taylor um, here in Hattiesburg. And she also has another stained glass piece that's um, a smaller piece that's one of the prizes. And we have gathered about 10 uh, priceless, memorable um, things um, to go into the prize drawing that anybody would love to own. Um, We've added a Corky Palmer jersey that he actually wore when he coached, number 44. We've added a MLB replica helmet signed by Brian Dozier. Another gentleman in Hattiesburg brought in um, a limited um, framed drawing of Southern Miss. So it's actually numbered and limited, and that certificate's on the back of it. Um, We just have an array of beautiful prizes, and we'll have about 10 to 12 prizes um, by the time the grand drawing gets here, which will be February 18th. Um, suitable for opening day of college baseball at Pete Taylor Park.
2: Now, Melissa, can, do people need to bid individually on the different items, or, or do they just uh, buy raffle tickets, and, and you're going to draw names to uh, announce all the right.
4: That That's exactly what we'll do. So everything is fair and equal. Um, every $20 ticket you know, deems you a chance to win. There's no limit to how many tickets you can buy. So, of course, if you buy more tickets, that's the greater your chances are to win. Um, just because you might win the grand prize or a smaller prize, your name still goes back into the drawing. So, you you know, you might win more than one prize.
2: Right. All right. Here's the big question. Now, this is going to go through opening day of baseball. I think we're, what, maybe six weeks into this deal.
4: That's right. How much
2: money have we raised right now?
4: I, I told you earlier that we were close to $17,000. I checked one more time uh, with the store, physical tech, Tickets um, purchased were actually um, about seventeen thousand five hundred at this point. <laughs> That's wow.
2: remarkable. Isn't
4: that wonderful?
2: That's remarkable. I, I told you off air. By the time we get to February, I think we're going to be twenty-five grand or more to give Coach Palmer.
4: We're we're just just so thrilled to be able to help out, and lots of individuals and businesses have come in my store and taken tickets back to. Um, You know, their businesses, their circle of friends, their little coffee group, and they're out there selling tickets as well. So it's just, um, you know, just become a village event, and we're just so thankful for everybody.
0: Uh, Get in here, Luke. Melissa, you know, just just remind our listeners, and I I guess this is – it's always assumed that you're Southern Miss lady. And, uh, of course, when we had the Eagle Hour at Mississippi Made More, there was – y'all had the fantastic backdrop. But, I mean – yeah, you're just not one of those people that, like, yeah, community, school, support them. I mean, like, you're Golden Eagle. Like, you actually go to athletic events and cheer because I have witnessed that. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just, you know, your love for Southern Miss is, mm-hmm. is really, like, on a personal level.
4: It, it is. And, you know, we feel the same way about William, William Carey and all of our local colleges. Um, it, it's just a Southern Mississippi thing, you know. It's like go hard or go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, real quick um, before we talk more about, about Coach Palmer's stuff, I, I do want to say on air because I want to recommend this. Last time I was at at your store, you recommended uh, a specific things for my wife, but one was this. Uh, I don't know what it's called. But it was the candy candle, and you was like, you you said this this is guaranteed she will like this. It's the candle that's got all the little pieces of candy connected to it and i just want to tell you it was a winner so i don't know what wonderful. that's called but people need <laughs> to go by the store and get that like this week right, or next i call week.
4: them uh, chunky candy candles and they're actually made in brandon mississippi um, about 90 percent of everything in our store is made in mississippi um, just so unique and so wonderful and and our vendors are just they're just family you know um, but they put so much hard work and and time into everything that they make but those candles are absolutely fabulous they are and we've got plenty of them in stock
0: the candle was a win the salsa was a win and then my mom who was actually raised in shibuta mississippi got the strawberry preserves and she was trying to figure out where they grow them right now where that is but all of that was a win and it was all within you know all made within 80 miles of the house so well done
4: that's right that's right. It was.
2: <laughs> hey, you can't overlook the coffee. It's the Mama Coffee. What's the exact the name? The Grand,
4: the Grand Coffee Company. Yes. yes. Um, Tommy does a great job with that. He started out with a little coffee shop downtown, and he's expanded into a full roastery. And I think we have about twelve different, um, you know, flavors of coffee in the store that no you question. can purchase.
2: Good stuff. Well, this is a, this is a fantastic place to Christmas shop. Not only because. When you go in uh, Mississippi Made and More, you're just going to be blown away with how pretty it is and how many really cool gift ideas there are to buy. But you're supporting uh, our fellow statesmen. Am I right about that, Melissa? These are these are products made by fellow Mississippians. Yes,
4: and, um, you know... My employees and myself, we say it's like Christmas every day because we don't know what, you know, what's going to be delivered and what's coming in. But, um, I am just truly blown away and amazed by Mississippi talent. It is absolutely incredible. And Hattiesburg talent and local surrounding towns have just, um, you know, we, we've had to sought, seek out very little because these vendors come to us. We give them a chance to showcase. Their work, and for some, we've given them the grand opportunity to lay down that, that day ta- daytime job and, and do what they love, you know, full yeah. time, and that's what it's all oh. about.
2: Let me also let people know that Melissa and her company are joining us uh, in a, a campaign we're going to kick off right after Thanksgiving. We're going to have a toy drive. You're going to see toy boxes at corner market food stores all through the Pine Belt. Uh, Keith Co. Uh, involved in this effort as well. We're going to yes. raise a lot of toys, Melissa, for great, great kids at, at Homes of Hope. And that's just another wonderful uh, charity that you're involved in.
4: It is. Homes of Hope is um, it's very special, very unique. Um, Michael has done a great job with that. Um, if you know him personally, he has a story of his own that led him into starting homes of hope and you know what he does and the last time we visited out there they had five or six um almost mansion homes that those kids get to live in and um their home life is just like my children you know they get to go to school and and play sports and you know get christmas presents and do everything that um that kids do and they're put in a family environment where they're um you know given brothers and sisters and um they just have that full family experience um, all the way up till they're 18 years old. And then he has a transition program after that that helps them, um, you know, go out into the world and go to college and um, start jobs. And, um, you know, one of his main goals, as you know, Bob, is to keep siblings together. So he has a lot of sibling groups there. And, um, you know, they're privately funded um, by people like you and I and local companies and he goes to bat for those kids in court. They hire their own attorneys, um, you know, to fight for those kids and their rights. And um, it, it's just absolutely amazing what they do there for those
2: children. Well, we're grateful for you joining us in that effort this year. We're going to look forward to the 17th of December. We're going to have the Eagle Hour and the Midday Show all from uh, Midtown. And Melissa is going to be uh, joining us that day. Real quickly, Melissa, again, how do people, uh, how do people access the portal uh, to buy raffle tickets for Coach Palmer?
4: Go to Galabid, dot and just key in Corky Palmer. You can make a direct donation or buy raffle tickets. You can purchase them in person at my store, Mississippi Made in More. Um, you can get them from Scott Berry over at uh, the Baseball Complex at USM, or you can get them at uh, First Century Federal Credit Union. And then there's a lot of, um, like I said, individuals in town that have picked up tickets. Um, anybody's welcome to come by that wants to sell tickets and we'll give you a handful
2: our great pleasure to work with you on this we sure thank you for involving the eagle hour and happy thanksgiving to you and your family
4: happy thanksgiving many blessings to all of you thank right. y'all
2: melissa Sosher, everybody seventeen thousand five hundred dollars man oh man we're shooting for 25 grand to give coach palmer in the middle of february we'll be back
0: tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back on a Tuesday. Great stuff. Great time with uh, Melissa Socher. Over $17,000 raised for Coach Corky Palmer. And uh, to help him in his recovery, of course, are uh, Just to type in Corky Palmer, you can bid. And that's going to be going all the way up until the first part of baseball season. And uh, let's keep shooting that number up to help Coach Palmer. Luke and Bob is back. Will Tony producing for us. So, Bob, glad to have you back. Thank you. Yeah, just glad uh, you're behind a mic and doing a lot better. And Will and Bob are in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. I am in Laurel. But it's uh, the third segment, so that means it's brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill. They had hamburger steak, rice and gravy, corn toast, and a drink, and it was only eight ninety mm-hmm. five. I'm going to go ahead and give you tomorrow... The lunch for tomorrow, country fried steak, f- fried okra, mashed potatoes, and a roll. So just go ahead and get your pregame Thanksgiving on. It's tomorrow at 4th Street. All right, it's uh, Thursday, or uh, Tuesday, I should say. And Tuesday, that means yeah. Lee Lee Roberts is on the show. And, at Lee, I, I guess I'm stumbling all over the place. It's just a different feeling this week. We have a, a win to talk about. We have a win to celebrate. And of all people, it's over Louisiana Tech.
1: Yeah no I mean it's uh, it, it could it couldn't have come in a you know a, a better situation I mean obviously we would love a different situation but you know with two games remaining in the year to to beat Louisiana Tech in game number 11 you know and then to bring in FIU this weekend an opportunity you know to to win, to finish with three wins again not anywhere near you know Will Hall's expectations our expectations but man you can you can see this team's starting to develop and, and you could see saturday or friday night rather that this team was having some fun and you know under some crazy crazy circumstances but i mean this is this a, a team that never gives up they don't want to quit they show up every day they give it their all and they play roles that they haven't played in a long time and and they're starting to be successful and, and it's really fun to watch and you know, and Saturday and Friday's game obviously was, you know, a lot more fun to to call as well. I mean it, yeah. you can play well and win and you know beat a rival, a long time rival like Louisiana Tech, it's uh it's it's awesome. So uh, a good a good week for sure.
0: Super back U. That is what we are now. The uh the four headed monster of Jones, Gore, Willis, and Richard. Lead two hundred twenty-four rushing yards, a hundred and ten passing yards three passing touchdowns and uh, as you told us off air and as jack duggan we were talking about it yesterday the superback is something that that coach hall's had for almost 10 years
1: you know it is and uh, you know for them last week to uh, you know basically scratch a quarterback slot off the depth chart was almost kind of unheard of but you know that that's really where we are i mean these are running backs and wide receivers you know also now called superbacks you know playing that quarterback position and um, again, just guys that just give it every day. They show up. They, they work. And, and really starting to see some skills that, you know, I, I, for one, didn't know some of these guys had. I mean, you know, obviously Frank Gore, I mean, he's not a huge, huge passing threat. But, you know, for us to throw some touchdown passes, and of course, Antavius Willis to throw a touchdown pass as well. And, you know, what I was really more, more proud of, I mean, outside of the win, was seeing, you know, how well, Dejan Richard played, I mean, had a, over, you know, over a hundred yards, you know, on the day. And, you know, obviously he was the guy that, that toted the football more than anybody. Of course, Frank was, you know, not a hundred percent to run. Hopefully this week he'll be back closer to a hundred percent, but you know, just super proud of, you know, those super backs and that offensive line and, you know, out wide, the guys making plays. Um, Jason Brownlee going up and, you know, two big touchdown catches where, you know, he basically put himself. Between the defender and the ball to make it happen, and you know, again, guys just going above and beyond what they're called to do. But that's just the that's the attitude of this team. That's their desire. That's their heart. These, like I said, these guys don't quit, and uh, they are fun to watch.
2: Two things that came to my mind, late. Number one, I couldn't help but think about the forty-eight baseball games we had played against Louisiana Tech last year, and how <laughs> sweet the revenge was uh, to beat them on the football field. But but the drive that the kids made at the end of the game after they had fallen behind just blew me away. And the and the and I think we overlook that one reason the Superback offense was so effective was because the defense controlled Louisiana Tech throughout the ballgame.
1: You know, they did. I mean, um, central Latham's, you know, former return, you know, where about the 20-yard line of Bear, I think, jumped on his back. He just lost all steam and was tackled. He looked like me
2: running,
0: Lee. He looked just (laughs) like me running.
2: It was like that cow chase down you did, Luke, where you just ran out of gas at about the 40. Somebody said he he had a piano
0: or an F-150 on his back, man. It it got rough there for a second.
1: He he looked really good for about 45 or 50 yards and then just was winded. But, uh, you know, what was more even impressive than that was to see Jay Stanley, you know, just run, you know, Passing on that, uh, that return and, you know, trying to help leave block. But yeah, that, that fumble return, you know, two big interceptions. Obviously, the one Avery Hobbist, where he tips it and, uh, catches it, runs into the end zone. And, and what was really important and about that was he came in for Josh Carr, who got injured the play before. And Avery, Avery will tell you that he didn't even know what the defensive call was, what the defensive <laughs> formation was. There's just a guy, again, that's just a, a role player that got back out on the field, gave a good pass rush, realized it was a screen, got his hand in the air, made a tip, made an interception, and a, a, a huge score that, that really was one of the deciding factors in the game.
0: So we turn our attention this week uh, to FIU, and uh, we've taken solace throughout the remainder of the season that it's been tough in Hattiesburg, but it hadn't been FIU tough. Okay, so that place down there—that's a—it's a dumpster fire. Um, It's—it's it's like the social revolution of Cuba, like snuck into Miami as bad as it is down there. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, you—you you got AD Quinton, You got the head coach. Uh, you know, accusing. Um, you know the athletic. Department of sabotaging the football program, and, and Lee, all in the middle of it, are just dudes that went to go play football, and they've had a lot of injuries. Southern Miss, a ten and a half point favorite. Um, I mean, you if you could end on two two wins, and uh, and salvage this season, I mean, man, it would propel recruiting, and I think it really does help the Eagles have an opportunity to 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 put up some numbers on Saturday in front of some recruits that you need to close the deal on for the December window.
1: Yeah, no, I I hope so. I mean, one, I I hate that, uh, the way FIU is, I mean, obviously you never want a a student athlete, a young man, you know, who leaves his hometown to go play football to experience what they're experiencing. I know Southern Miss has experienced some unbelievable adversity this year too, but you know, just what FIU is having to go through obviously is, is no fun. I I do hate that for them. You know, obviously they are going to make the trip. They are going to finish the year. So I'm excited about that, but more importantly, it's, it's exciting for us because we have an opportunity, as you said, to, you know, really finish well. I mean, if you can finish three and nine, it just sounds a whole lot better than finishing two and 10. And, you know, obviously if you can finish with two consecutive wins uh, to finish the year, you roll into recruiting season, which is, you know, really the importance of this program is who are we going to bring in? Who's going to be some guys that can step up and play immediately. And, you know, what's the future of this program? Obviously, you know, Will Hall will tell you he's building a program and, uh, he said that you know we're having one of the the better recruiting classes that has ever come through southern miss and especially in the group of five so i'm excited about it you know uh, when when signing day gets here in december we'll love to pull up the 32 names or so that have signed with southern Miss and you know i really feel like the majority of those guys will will be here for the spring semester as well which is which is really even important but yeah a lot a lot of great things obviously will Hall uh just a, a great character guy a guy that you know, really has this team, you know, playing well again, playing better than what our record shows.
2: Kind of put in perspective, uh, what a, what a, a monkey off of uh, the coach's back that was, Lee. Had that had that had to feel wonderful for him.
1: Well, you know, I mean, early in the year, in game number two, you you knock off Grambling, and uh, you know, a, a good game at home. But obviously, you know, we we know Grambling's not having the year they they wanted to have either. Um, you know, I think they they let their coach go, or or so. But yeah, to pick up, you know, conference win number one, FBS win number one for Will Hall. Again, it it came much later than he anticipated, much later than most people anticipated. But but you're right to just kind of get that off your back. Now the guys can you know continue to play with no pressure. Just go out and you know finish this year and and really finish this year for the senior class, a class that has been you know, through a lot. They've seen a lot of ups and downs. They've seen a lot of coaching changes, um, you know, obviously going through two different um, years of, of COVID, just a, a very, very tough situation. But uh, I'm super proud of that class, and hopefully people will show up Saturday, one, to see a, a much improved team, to try to pick up win number three, but really to send out this senior class.
2: All right, my man, we always thank you for coming on the Eagle Hour. Happy Thanksgiving uh, to you and your family, and uh, let's, uh, let's cap off the uh, holiday weekend with win number three.
1: Hey, I'm, uh, I'm excited about that as well and excited about uh, you know, some time off to spend with the family and hope you guys enjoy it as well. Happy Thanksgiving, and yeah, you're right. We'll see you guys Saturday, and let's get win number three.
2: All right, Lee Roberts, everybody. Appreciate him joining us uh, throughout the football season. Uh, Luke, important to win this last game. Sounds funny to say, but it is an important game for the program.
0: It is, and you got it at home. You got kids that are coming in. Let me just clarify what I said earlier. Uh, if, if I could have one one aspect of of my uh, athletic career as athletic as uh, about five aspects of central latham's i would take it okay so i would not want to meet him going uh, through a hole but buddy he sure did look like me lumbering down that field and so i'll take that as a compliment we'll be right back Miss to the, top. to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Final segment on this Tuesday, brought to you by D Bat and D One Training. They're on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Go by there; great. They get the pro shop. You can get some Christmas ideas, and uh, you know, you could uh, just. As a gift, give the uh, the gift of lessons, instruction, batting cage time, or even a membership uh, to D1 Training. It's all on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. DBAT, D1, proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Will Tony from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. We didn't talk about this yesterday, Bob, but former Southern Miss Offensive Coordinator Chip Lindsey, who beat the Eagles earlier this year as the head coach of Troy. He is out after uh, th- three years. Compiling a head coaching record of fifteen and nineteen, I think part of that was they kind of underperformed this year. They thought they were going to be towards the top of the um, of the the Sun Belt and uh, did not live up to expectations. He was at Auburn uh, before he uh, he took the head job at Troy, so it'll be interesting to see who Troy goes after. And of course, you know, Bob Golden Eagle fans, you know, you'll be playing the Trojans every year uh, yep. in a couple years. So this this hire with, with Troy is something we should watch.
2: Yep, no question. I'm excited about them uh, moving to the uh, Sun Belt Conference, but right now we're in the Conference USA uh, world. And uh, so, how does that stack up with one weekend left, Luke?
0: All right, so Conference USA updated standings in the East: Western Kentucky six and one; they're seven and four overall. Uh, one game back from them is Marshall, and uh, so Marshall is five and two, and. We should say that's going to be a pretty good game to watch. It's in Huntington. Uh, that will be to decide the East Crown Western Kentucky at Marshall, two thirty, on um, on Saturday the twenty seventh. So Western Kentucky six and one, Marshall five and two, Old Dominion four and three, Charlotte three and four, Middle Tennessee three and four, Florida Atlantic three and four, and then FIU zero and seven, one and ten overall. In the West, UTSA uh, has uh, has. Clinched their berth with a final with uh, three seconds to go. Beat UAB thirty-four thirty-one on Saturday. UAB at five and two. UTEP four and three. North Texas four and three. Man, they've won uh, four in a row and possibly have saved their coach's job. Rice two and five. Louisiana Tech two and five. Southern Miss one and six. Uh, but Eagles could get win number two um, this or win number two in the conference this weekend. So yeah, UTSA be interested to see with uh, the polls come out tonight if they climb at all. But yeah, UTSA looks like it will be UTSA against Western Kentucky or Marshall.
2: UTSA, quite a year for them. You almost want to see them win it out because you know you get that the uh, that close to finish in the year. You just uh, you'd hate. I'd hate to see them. Uh, hate to see them lose a game, Luke.
0: Yeah, they they almost gave it away. I mean, uh, Bill Clark. Uh, from uab kind of be scrutinized it was fourth and probably about half a yard right i mean that's all it was he took the delay and punted it and utsa went 87 yards i think it was um you know in in a little over a minute and scored with three seconds to go and yeah uab got beat that way but yeah you, you almost want the road runners and that's an interesting story with jeff jeff trailer coached texas high school football for a long time and then was a recruiting machine uh, was at Arkansas and and then took this UTSA job and has really turned the roadrunners around and a guy that that is a a great manager and recruiter uh, talent wise, and, and of course they'll be moving on, and Eagles uh, will play them for the last time uh, next year, probably.
2: All right. Hey, before we run out of time, this is my first day back in the studio in a month. It's been quite a journey for the past month for me and my family, and you know I, I want to thank my wonderful wife, awesome lady, and uh, my children who have never left my side, and and I've got you know I've got a lot of friends. I'm very fortunate, but and, and I don't want to overlook anybody, but I want to say a special thank you to Larry Warren to Al Holder, to Al Baker, to Lee Applewhite, to Jody Lott, to Scott Berry, and to you, Luke Johnson. Uh, You guys have just stayed in constant touch with me, have encouraged me through all of this. I know you said a lot of powerful prayers for me. And uh, it would be hard for me to express my gratitude to you, my friend, Luke, and uh, to all those guys I mentioned uh, for helping me get through this and, uh, and for holding down the fort, Luke Johnson, and doing such a good job with this program that we all love so much.
0: Well, yeah, Sander doesn't give any, get any credit because he just, well, Sander, yeah, week. of course. Sandra, See, the, yeah. the joke was, uh, you know, unlike your kids and Angela, me and Sander never got invited to your bedside. So that's why we weren't <laughs> mentioned in that same. And you didn't really want Kelly there, A, because he would have probably eaten all the hospital food. That he would have. There, yes. and you wouldn't have been nourished. Uh, but well, no, um we we may bring kelly on later in the week because some really cool stuff happened uh, he's out um with with his kids and with with multiple children Sanders is with multiple children yeah. which is a yeah. a dangerous thing but anyway we may get home later uh, him on later in the week just because uh pr- pretty cool stuff happened last night but man we are glad you're back you know is you going to be kind of easing in i think you're going right. to uh hang with us uh, tomorrow also but but glad you're you're better and i i hope that i didn't contribute to <laughs> Some of that (laughs) medical stuff that you face.
2: No, that's Santa. That's where Santa comes into the picture, you know. And uh, he's responsible for my gray hair as well. But uh, all is good, and uh, you guys have done a wonderful job, and I appreciate you, Luke. We
0: appreciate it. Hey, we're going to be back tomorrow. Great show tomorrow. Of course, Patrick McGee because it's Wednesday. But Spoon will be on, Clarence Weatherspoon. And not sure if they're already going to be out in Montana or on the way, but – uh, men's basketball getting ready for a three-game road trip out in uh, Montana. Take on the Grizzlies and over the uh, Thanksgiving break. That's going to wrap it up for the Eagle Hour this week as we inch towards Thanksgiving. Hope you have a great Tuesday afternoon. We'll catch you tomorrow. And as always, Southern Miss. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future.
2: to the sea. Fly like a eagle let my
3: spirit carry me. I want to fly like a new till I'm free. I don't like show
0: a super talk Mississippi Media Production.